You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Beyond the Likes. It is Amy Gerard. I am currently sitting in my car, just to paint the picture for you. It's school holidays. I have all three children with me at all times. I am unable to, once again, get into the podcast studio. I am currently sitting in my car out the front of a gated park. I chose a gated park for this exact reason. Um, My three children are inside and I'm actually at mum's group. Um, Hopefully every mum on this podcast that is listening has a mum's group so you can relate to how helpful they are because right now they are looking after my children so I can jump in my car and record this podcast for you because... I'm getting something out every week for you, rain, hail, school holidays or shine. So here we are. Um, I also cannot have any windows open um, because I'm on quite a busy road in Como, nor can I have the aircon on. So I am sweating balls right now, but this is the kind of um, dedicated podcaster that I am. So just want to give you guys a quick week in review. It's been a sad week. I'm not going to lie. We had the, you know, the sad news about Bezel and her embryo not sticking. A quick update on her, um, because I know she won't mind me telling you and I know that she's very excited and she'll take you on the journey on her own Instagram page regardless. After she had her period, she started with her injections and the ultrasounds to see when she ovulated. Now, weirdly enough, the previous month when I went with her for her transfer, she had ovulated on day 16. And then this month, I remember she went for her ultrasound and she wrote to me, she sent me a message and she was like, I'm ovulating on day nine, which I didn't think was normal. I actually thought that you normally ovulate on roughly around the same day, give or take, you know, two, three days either side. So this was, I mean, it was exciting for her because it means that she doesn't have to wait as long, but also, I don't know. I don't know if that's something she's going to talk to her doctor about or if that's normal or I'm not sure. But anyway, long story short, her next little eggie is going to be put back in this Saturday coming and then she's going to find out um, when, if she's pregnant, unfortunately I'm going to be in Bali. So, um, I'll have to be, I'll have to strap my phone to me so I can, uh, be at the ready to take her phone calls, all my fingers, toes, legs, flaps, you name it. It's all crossed for her. Please do the same after this little eggy. If it isn't, if it doesn't stick, she's got one more. And then obviously she'll have to decide, um, if that doesn't stick, whether or not she starts a whole new cycle. But, um, We'll keep you updated. Such is life when you are doing IVF. So home life for me, it has been quite an emotional week. It probably didn't help that my parents leaving coincided with me just about to get my period because I'm already a little bit of an unhinged emotional lunatic, but last week just spiraled me. Obviously, I'm very close to my parents. And whilst them babysitting my children and helping me out in that respect has been super helpful, I just think 
my whole relationship with my parents has changed insurmountably since I had children. I, I w- I've always been very close with my mum, always. She, my mum, since I was about 16, almost like she stopped being a parent and just became my friend. And it's, it's the one thing that I absolutely want to do with Charlie. I, I will steer her in the right direction and give her as much guidance and advice and help that I can. But best thing that my mum did was that she became my friend. And she was like a safe space for me to talk to her about things and share things that I would with a girlfriend. Whereas my dad never stopped being a disciplinary. And still to this day at 37 years old, my dad still treats me almost like a child. (laughs) And even like I was having a conversation with Ryan today and he was like about like how we're going to miss him. And he goes, yeah, like we will uh, miss him heaps, but like, I probably won't miss the fact that, um, your dad kind of treats me (laughs) like I'm 12 years old. And I said, oh, you know what? He, he honestly does it to me, Ben and Tom. Doesn't matter that we're married now with children of our own. I think in his eyes, we will always be his children. And so therefore he will forever give us lectures about superannuation, about, saving your pennies about, you know, how to raise your own, how to raise our children. And basically you name it, he will give us a lecture on it. So, but the thing is, it's also quite endearing that I am dying in this car. Sorry, I just got to open the door for a breather. There's no cars coming. Wow. So whilst the the disciplinary superannuation lectures I won't miss. I will miss them as a whole. Oh God, there's a car coming. Hang on. I will miss having mum 10 minutes away, especially now that she is retired. And I don't want to take anything from their retirement. And I know it is their time to shine and they you better believe that they have so much European holidaying to do. But I also, so when I was living in Bangor, my dad has been retired for almost 10 years now. And he, I find it funny when men retire, they just, especially with my dad, he obviously was a police prosecutor. And it's also like, it's kind of like he lost his sense of purpose. He didn't know what to do with himself. And so that's why you used to see him coming around to my house unannounced more often than not because he is so my mum and I my mum and him are quite heavily attached to one another sorry let me rephrase that my dad is quite heavily attached to my mum my mum loves working and she loves being social and my dad just loves my mum so they love being together or my dad loves being with my mum so when my mum was still working my dad would just like twiddle his thumbs. He'd come to my house. He'd have a nap. He'd go up to Woolworths. He'd walk around the whole of Woolies. He knew every single person there by their first and last name. Um, just having chats with them until my mum basically finished work. And I guess selfishly, when my mum did retire, I was like, oh, I love the idea that, you know, my mum would pop in for a cup of tea as well. And, and, um, that's just not going to happen anymore. So I think the saddest part for me and the part that was really hard for me to wrap my head around, not not so much that I won't have any help anymore, although that is going to suck a lot of dick. It's more the fact that I'm essentially losing two really good friends and 
you know, people are like, oh, they haven't moved overseas, calm down, like they're not moving to England. But the the thing that, um, you know, I probably took for granted, so to speak, is that our weekends are so busy. And if you think that I'm a sociable person, my parents are like double me. They are, they're where I got my social butterfly-ness from. They are always at friends' places, having barbecues, having dinner parties, going away. My mum's got a little secret women's business group. They're always out at dinner, going on golf trips, yada, yada, you name it. They're always busy. So because we both and all of us lead such busy lives, we kind of relied on the closeness of having each other, you know, 10, 15 minutes apart so that we could pop in after school and pop in after work and have a midweek dinner, order a pizza or get some Thai and stuff like that. And I think knowing that there there's now a good two and a half hours between us, it's going to be hard. I, like, it's not going to be hard. It just means that we won't see each other as frequently. And that's sad. That's sad for me because, I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss him a lot. And I do think that when we do see each other, I think it's going to be, re- you know, it's going to mean a lot more probably. One lady said to me that um, a similar situation had happened with her mother-in-law, mother and father-in-law moving really far away and her children being quite attached to them. And she said they had moved up to Queensland or something. And then, but she also said that they would fly down twice a year and they would fly up, you know, once a year. And the times that they did then spend together were so much more, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say precious because every time that we spend, any time that we spend with my parents is precious time. And you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to find a silver lining here. And um, I, I, I'm struggling to um, even get all my words out, mainly because I, it's, this, is, this is how people die in cars. I am so hot. Hang on, I've got to open the door again. <gasps> wow, 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 wow. This is, this is another level of commitment, guys. I would take off my shirt, but I'm in a maternity bra. Hang on. Okay. I mean, I could park around the other side of the street, but then I'm not, I can't keep eyes on my kids. Killing two birds with one stone here. And I, you know, there's some exceptional mums at the park, but I also, there's also 20 other kids. So I don't feel like lumping mine on them is the right thing to do. All right, I'm shutting the door. Let's go. All right. So my parents have abandoned me. And then you know what happened last night? My five year old has finally decided that my dressing gown that he has slept with for his entire life is no longer needed in the bed with him. So we have this very special thing and it's so adorable. I wear my dressing gown and even from from as young as when Bobby was a baby, I would then take my dressing gown off at nighttime and I'd either wrap him in it or I would put it in his cot and it was like, a little part of me was always with him because it would smell like me. (laughs) And I have loved it for the entire time that he has slept with it. Uh, it, it, It fills me with so much emotion knowing that that is his little special comfort and that, you know, that softness and I mean, the smell could probably get a little bit funky sometimes because I would have to fight him in order to wash it. 
He would chew on it sometimes. I'm sure there was slobber. He would sleep with it, especially when he was sick. He would sleep with it every single night. I would take it away with us when we went on holidays. As long as, you know, I, I drew the line at taking it to um, on international or, or domestic flights. But he would even try and take it to preschool with him. And I had to substitute that out because I remember one day he took, I think the first week that he started preschool, I let him take it in with him and he was dragging this full adult size (laughs) dressing gown on the floor with him. By the time I got it back, it looked like he'd pulled it out of a, a trash can. It was disgusting. But Monday night I was like, oh, do you want me to get you cuddly? And he was like, oh, mum, I don't think I need my cuddly anymore. And I was like, Oh, uh, uh, t- what you? I you don't you don't what? What do you mean you don't need the smell of your mum to fall asleep anymore? Surely this was going to carry on into like your teenage years, no? Um, and I said to, I walked out and I was like, oh, hold it together, Amy. And I walked out and I said to Ryan, he doesn't want he's cuddly anymore. And Ryan goes, yeah, he said that to me last week as well. And I was like, oh, I felt. And I don't even know why I was so sad. I I truly knew the day was coming and I'm really proud of him because he's obviously, you know, grown up and he's feeling confident enough to not have his mama bear, you know, metaphorically sleeping next to him in, you know, plush cuddly form. But it was a sad pill to swallow. I've I've lost my mum and dad down the coast. Bobby doesn't need me. Uh, what else? Does Is Kobe never going to sleep in my bed again? Because, you know, just kick me while I'm down, kids. Anyway, it's been a tough week, guys. I will survive. It's not the end of the world. School holidays hasn't been as tough as what it normally would be because we now live in the best street ever and there is just kids aplenty. Um, not going to lie, though, it's still been rather stressful. There's been a lot of swear words thrown about, you know, mainly under my breath, but occasionally um, out into the, you know, open stratosphere. Uh, But such is life. I, I have a job and the job that I do allows me to work around my children um, on a normal weekly routine in that you know, when they go to school, I have Kobe for two days. And then the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that's when I do all my writing, all my content stuff, all my podcasting. I go into the studio and I just didn't put anything into place this week. Uh, sorry, not this week, these school holidays. Uh, call it unorganized. I mean, me unorganized. Well, it doesn't sound like me at all, but I didn't put anything into place. And when I tell you, I haven't been able to get a single thing done hence why I'm recording this podcast in my car. It's been, a, it's been a learning curve for me. Next school holidays, there will be a day or two of vacation care. The six-week holidays, there's going to be lots more of vacation care or just something where I can put my kids in, you know, even if it's once or twice a week and just get all of my work done because I, I, I physically can't do it while they are all here. And I also feel like a shitty mum because if I am here, I want to be present with them a lot of my work is done on my phone. So I also don't like to be sitting on my phone, you know, on a couch. It's such a, it's such a, it's such a double-edged sword. It is on the phone. And I even, I reckon Ryan still struggles with it because he'll be like, he'll see me sitting down on the couch on my phone. And he's like, are you, are you kidding? You're not going to help me bath the kids. But because I'm posting for a client that I'm working with or a brand, 
it, it is my work. And anyway, this is a whole nother topic, which we can delve into when I'm not about to uh, overheat and potentially faint in my car. So I'm going to wrap this up. It is a short one this week. Next week, I am in the podcast studio, I think. No, I'm not. No, I'm not because it's still, it is still school holidays. Good. So we'll be doing that from my study. Maybe I'll be doing it in a car again, but I will bring you something week after week because I love you guys and I'm, I'm here for the long haul. <laughs> Can talk a lot of shit. Look at me go. 17 minutes. Who would have thought? I will relieve the mums at the park. I'm going to jump out here, shake off the sweat. I will love you and leave you to the mummers who are, you know, navigating school holidays. We've got this. We're halfway there. Um, to all the mums who are at work, I'm jealous. And I will see you next Wednesday. You guys are the best. Love you so much. I will chat with you soon. Bye. Mwah.